bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics, like we're talking about reality TV. <laughs> Grr. <laughs> it is on and popping. It's less than two fucking weeks to our live show in Atlanta, and I <laughs> want to cancel so bad. I know. I just don't want to do the live show, my man. I know. I, I don't. know you don't. I don't. I know it's hard for you, but I'm excited. And it's going to be so fun. And I can't, I mean, we are so a, a throat deep in Married to Medicine. And like, I mean, I just can't be more excited to meet our special guest, Dr. Jackie Walters, who's coming on the motherfucking show. Like, we're going <gasps> to be with Dr. Jackie in real life. Yep. We are trying to get our 14 listeners to go back on the Married to Medicine roller coaster mm-hmm. from beginning because the, they're season one, episode one. They have seven seasons. They're filming season eight right now. Oh. The, the rumor is allegedly they will be filming this <laughs> live show to be canceled. Yes. For mm-hmm. Married to Medicine. Yes. yes. And to be cut from the show. Yeah. To be canceled and then cut. <laughs> yes. Or cut and then canceled. Either yeah. way, just as long as I don't have to participate. Right. I'm going to, what I want to do is just go to Dr. Jackie's for dinner, as I've said. <laughs> And where I'm going to cultivate a very close relationship with her and yes. Curtis. Uh-huh. Of course. And then I'm going to cancel the show last minute, invite myself over for some wine. She doesn't even drink, but I'll drink some of her wine. And we'll invite Simone over, Dr. Dr. Simone. Dr. Simone. Mm-hmm. The thing about Ugh. we're not drinking right now, and we aren't, we, we did three days without eating. We're mm-hmm. on like double cleanses, very mm-hmm. unhealthy, triggery, um, di- toxic diet culture lifestyle. <laughs> and Married to Medicine has become a fucking drug. Uh, yes, absolutely. I can't live without it. Um, when we're not looking at it, I'm jonesing for it. Like we're obsessive you know. right now. We've never yes. watched a Bravo show, rewatched it from season one ever. No, and it's it's, it's bad. It's like it's like rereading all the Harry Potters. You know, you get so deep. Oh my god! <laughs> thank you for saying that. <laughs> no. It's exactly like yeah. that. And you can't what you that's why I do not open one of those books. No. Because if I do, I will sit and read all of them and not put it down. And then you can't stop thinking about it. I was yep. dreaming about it. I was like mm-hmm. dreaming about Lisa mm-hmm. and Darren. Oh my god. And just like in and honestly, mm. if you never got in on Married to Medicine, I don't I don't even know what to tell you, but do it do it now. It's yep. on Peacock. We're living, we are loving, mm-hmm. and we're laughing with, with, with the girls, you know, with the girls and burrs of Married to Medicine. It's... This live show, Dr. Jackie will be there. She is creme de la creme, okay? She's original cast. Original cast. And it's 3 p.m. on a Saturday. You know you can leave your home mm-hmm. if you're on the eastern mm-hmm. coast, if you're on the, the east coast. It's in Atlanta. If you're anywhere on the eastern seaboard, bitch, 
get in the car and drive on down. Leave Saturday morning. Yeah. Get there by three. You know, meet Dr. Jackie, mm-hmm. get your face on Bravo, and then get right on back in your car yep. and goodbye. And mm-hmm. don't let the door hit you on the way out. We are doing a meet and greet. It's at the Red Light Cafe. If you want to get tickets or just look at the poster and have a laugh, mm-hmm. you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. We'll also put the link to tickets on this podcast mm-hmm. below. So the link is available everywhere. You can go to our social media. We want to see everybody. We got we got a message on our Patreon podcast. Yes. From Aloft23. Okay. So Aloft has been listening to the Patreon from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And him and his a boyfriend will be at the live show. Oh, And okay. I'm stoked. Well, here is what... He says, hello, Julian Brandy. Love the postcard idea as an introduction to the group and understand Brandy's need to know her audience for the live show. I have fantasized sending in a picture for years now. Speaking of which, thank you, DGP, for getting this gay and his feelings through the Melania years. Sorry, I just cannot give that energy vampire any mind. Thank you for the gifts of conversation you both give each week. Three times a week. That's right. We do do that three times a week. I consider myself one of the loyal 14. Been getting my news from DGP from day one, and I joined the one and then the $2 Patreon near the start of the nationwide shutdown. I am a 20-year veteran in the casino table games industry and a real estate agent. I could tell Brandy some crazy celebrity NDA-type madness I've seen go down on the wrong end of a blackjack table. God, I hope it involves Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. Like, just a few weeks ago when Vince Neil showed up, like, day-glow heroin chic. Oh, what I, wow. <laughs> that's wow. Great. great news. I hope that's not supposed to be NDA'd right here, wow. Aloft. What I would most like to share with y'all is my creative side, which has DGP inspiration all over. During the pandemic shutdown, which wasn't long for a casino dealer in Florida man DeSantis land, we were back on the job in less than two months with masks and extra work cleaning all surfaces. Needless to say, it's been a trying few years in all my industries. With my short quarantine, I did manage to start a passion project, my art gallery slash Airbnb, wherein guests stay and can purchase works at my super funky, flashy art gallery. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Near all of the great activities around St. Petersburg and Tampa Bay. Check me out at Art House Tampa on Airbnb and Aloft Electric Olive on Instagram if you'd like to see my work. I do want to interject here that we, and by we, I mean I, was the original inventor of the podcast group trip oh, yeah. for Johnny for gayest of all time, That's right. gay pimpin with Johnny McGovern. Uh-huh. And we did it in St. Petersburg. And I'm talking like, I don't even know. Goddamn 2012, memo, 2011. Uh-huh. Anybody who's gone on a podcast cruise on a podcast trip, you heard it here first, bitches. That's like, right. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. The gay babies came the gay yeah. babies to the most yeah. ratchet, <laughs> low rent. <laughs> I mean, too bad we didn't have a lofts loft. Yeah, I know shit. To stay at around St. Petersburg because we were in doors <sighs> that didn't lock. And yeah, I that's right. spent the weekend in a K-hole <laughs> yes. with Gerg. Yes. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Uh, Julie, I must say you introduced me to Damien Hurst in that very passionate Patreon episode. And I was kind of shook at the similarities in my work and Hurst. So that's a little about me. Share with the group if you want. I'll be attending the Atlanta show with my big dumb gay plumber boyfriend, Justin. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Get that hot image wow. in your mind. I'll send a pic of him if he approves. Justin is often stuck listening with me as I work in my studio. He loves a good Julie Raging Tale. Nice to finally say hello, Julian Brandy. Well, wow. can't wait to meet you in person. You must get your pictures here 
so we know who you are immediately when we see you. Um, glad to know we have a place to stay yeah. when we hit up like the St. Petersburg area because that just sounds really great. It really does. I love like I love like an Airbnb with a theme. Yes, yes, like, love that. It's very and like, hey guys, hey guys. It's this is where the aliens were, and this is or whatever the theme is. You know well, what I mean? What Joshua was, Tree's all aliens and but stuff. But what was the? Hey guys, what were the, theirs? Was like Americana. Americana. It was like Janine uh, 50s. and Darlene, or what were their names? It was oh, Mark, Mark and, and Janine. <laughs> How dare you forget? Mark and Janine. Well, we did get a picture postcard um, from Jenny B8. She's on the cover, looking gorgeous, holding a vape, which I can only hope holds cannabis i would assume and not tobacco i would assume. and in hot pink it says i am very well informed <laughs> because jenny <laughs> was was left us a lovely review which we read on the podcast because we were so stoked and i mean jenny don't don't even don't don't try and backtrack we appreciated that you said you were well informed from us of course we loved it loved it well this is what she said thanks for reading my itunes review on the podcast i'm sorry i sounded so pompous i was really just going for not drunk. Anyway, I think I meant actually be an original 14. When DGP launched, I had just seen Julie at Funny for Money in Orlando following the Pulse tragedy. We had to be there to attend a conference that week, but showing up as a tourist to a city in trauma felt so tacky. I started Googling benefits and was like, oh, Julie Goldman, she's butch. And it was the best part of the trip. We were really grateful to Julie for giving a purpose to our presence. After Trump won, I got addicted to political podcasts, so was already primed to subscribe to DGP as soon as Julie tweeted about it. I really do rely on y'all to get through the madness. Jenny B8. Wow. Learning of, a, of an original 14. Great. <laughs> and I mean, have you ever given anyone a purpose for their presence? No, <laughs> I, I mean, haven't. How wonderful, yeah, Jenny. So thank you for giving that to me. I love this picture. We need somebody holding drugs. Yes. And it's the just an, a nice vape. You know, she's probably going to say it's nicotine. But you know what, Jenny? Don't rain on our fucking prank. <laughs> Give a purpose to the presence. Give a purpose to the presence. We need more. We have Maggie in our drug shirt. We have Tom Christopherson in our drug shirt. Mm -hmm. So we need more people either in the drug shirt or holding drugs. Just do be holding some drugs. Yes. Hold your prescription bottle. We don't care. In pr pride. It's the new. It's the new. There's going to be prescription pride week. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's there's the, everything it's, other week. It's the drug den bulletin board. Yep. It's, and she I honestly think she might be the first person holding drugs. Oh, my God. I think you're right. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's great. Cheers to you, Jenny. We're yeah. going to be doing drugs with you all the time. Now we have Olivia from Omaha, Mau Mau. Mm -hmm. As you recall, she sent us what appeared to be a, rans a handwritten ransom note <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. And she has sent us her adorable <laughs> fucking picture. And I have to say, first of all, she's... Standing in front, there's one of her cat in front of a window, and I can see right outside the window. And then there's one where she's on a roof, and it's like the skyline of Nebraska, uh -huh. of Omaha. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not mad at it. The <laughs> shit looks kind of tight. It's like in her apartment, right? Original like brick yeah, right. walls uh -huh. and shit. It's uh -huh. like very cool. Yeah, like really, really seems like a really cool place to live. Well, she says, "Hi guys, hey guys, <laughs> I died when y'all read my ransom ranty note." Here's my face and dead pigeon that was on the roof of my office building where I took this selfie. Stay sexy, Olivia from Omaha. Now, it needs to be said 
that there's a close up of her thumbing up like a her hand with a thumbs up so and picture there's of a, a dead pigeon a with dead her, pigeon with her flashing a thumbs up yeah. in front of it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and then she took the selfie i'm so maybe i'm imagining a gorgeous olivia walked to the roof she's like you know what let me go up here where the light is right right hitting mm-hmm. the omaha skyline the mm-hmm. way we do mm-hmm. and then it was like oh i'm sorry there's a dead pigeon and then it became like an arty just like artsy you know what i mean like, like i'm in a portraiture as modeling death as life <laughs> as thumbs up yeah like hey guys hey guys death as life <laughs> he's thumbs up Nothing like getting the circle of life um, in the animal kingdom along with a picture for the drug down bulletin board. <laughs> I think it's perfect, Olivia. Mm-hmm. All right. Now it's time for Jojo and Kiki and Nance Pelosi is a badass bitch. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine and put on your heels. So this week is a combination of Jojo and Kiki and Nance Pelosi is a badass bitch because those three motherfuckers finally got that sweet, sweet infrastructure money, honey. That's right. Late Friday night, Nance Pelosi had those bitches on the ropes on the House floor (laughs) pushing that vote through whether Mm -hmm. AOC and the squad liked it or not. We said it last week, but we will say it again and we'll never stop saying it. Nance Pelosi is 81 (sighs) years old and she was on her toes and literally on her feet all day on Friday until they voted just after midnight to pass the so-called bipartisan (laughs) infrastructure bill 228 to 213. Exactly. Bipartisan my ass. I'm so sick of hearing this bipartisan bullshit. It's so dumb. Ugh. 200 fucking Republicans voted no. Okay, how's that bipartisan? Not to mention Liz Cheney, who has everybody licking her pussy because she's on the January 6th commission, also voted no. Okay, you know what, Liz Cheney? Take your fake pandering bipartisan bullshit and go back to fucking Wyoming and crawl into your homophobic hole with your disgusting, earth-killing, corrupt father dick. And everyone who went down on Liz Cheney can take several, several seats. And yeah, sorry everybody fell for the banana in the tailpipe, but this isn't our first rodeo. Liz Cheney's just trying to make sure she has a paid pundit job on MSNBC when she gets voted out next November. At least Adam fucking Kinzinger, the liberal media's latest Republican turncoat boyfriend, (laughs) at least he voted yes on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. And he's also on the January 6th commission, and he's already announced his retirement, Mm -hmm. so we can be quite sure he will be sitting right next to Claire McCaskill getting paid on every single MSNBC panel in 2023. Absolutely. So it was him 
and just 12 other House Republicans against 200 fuckface Republicans who voted no. Here's Nance Pelosi being a badass bitch and bringing it to the floor when some lame-ass tiny dick Republican closet monger snickered during her final remarks on the passing of the bill. This is incredible. So if you're talking about how we want to have immediate and enduring difference for the workers and families, creating jobs, securing middle-class tax cuts, lowering costs for families, and making the wealthiest pay their fair share, all the while contributing to reducing the national debt, making everyone pay their fair share. Did I hear a laugh over there? Did I hear a laugh from those who added $2 trillion in tax cuts for the richest people in America, 83% of it going to the top 1%. This is paid for. You better work, Nancy Pelosi. She is a fucking king among men, okay? (laughs) she is. On Friday night, her daughter, Christine Pelosi, tweeted out this moment with a cartoon gif of Nance putting on sunglasses (laughs) at night as the world exploded behind her with the words, Bill passed. <laughs> right, Mamma? Yeah, it's we so were good. just so good. Like getting our life in the middle of the night. This woman's daughter, her daughter is like fanning out on yeah, her. It yeah. was just such a, it's a legendary gif celebrating a legendary moment and the living legend who made it fucking happen. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, God. I'll, you know what? This is and this is also why she's the king of all med, okay? Because she would give all the credit to Joe Biden as she has every day for the past three months since he first introduced this bill. <sighs> the second part of the bill, <laughs> the second part of the bill, the human infrastructure portion, is supposedly on the calendar for a vote next week. But Congress has a treacherous and trashy history of delaying and gridlocking progress, so we aren't holding our breath on their punctuality. Yeah, no. Supposedly, the squad, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, and Cori Bush, if you're not familiar, all voted no, plus Congressman Jamal Bowman from New York. They are all members of the Progressive Democratic Caucus, which, for those of you who don't know, don't care, simply don't remember, caucus is just an annoying fucking word for group. <laughs> right. The Progressive Democratic Caucus is an organized group of around 50 progressive Democrats in the House of Representatives. They have like-minded goals and priorities, and they use their block voting power as leverage. In this case, a whole married-to-medicine-worthy drama played out behind the scenes with everyone in the caucus breaking rank to fall in line with JoJo and Kiki and Nance, leaving behind the six holdouts. Yep. The squad had to sit the bench on this one, girl, and we won't know if they won or lost until the human infrastructure bill finally hits the Senate floor for a vote. Right. Which Democrats are trusting will pass without a hitch because the only two hitches in the Senate were Kirsten Jizima and Joe Mandouche. And the Democrats got together and restructured the entire fucking human infrastructure bill to meet their needs. So... In a perfect world, they stick by their word and vote yes, and we get 50 votes in the Senate. Plus, Kiki as the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. And then the human infrastructure bill goes back to the House of Representatives for the final vote before JoJo would sign it into law. But now, because the progressive Democrats broke rank, except for the squad, and they passed the bipartisan infrastructure bill early, Mm. 
because we're working with two bills here, the bipartisan infrastructure bill that just passed and then the human infrastructure bill, which is supposed to be voted on next week. So because the progressive Democrats broke rank and passed the bipartisan infrastructure bill early, they've essentially given up their bargaining leverage on the human infrastructure bill. So like with Kirsten Gizema and Joe Mandouche in the Senate, we are now dependent on a handful of low integrity, moderate House Democrats who have promised to vote yes on the human infrastructure bill, even though many of them have said on record that it is too progressive for them. Right, right. Now we just have to trust them. We just have to trust them. And that's why the squad is like sitting there with their fucking tampons in a wad. (laughs) Now, if it all goes through, it really is a testament to Jojo and Kiki and Nance for getting these fucking assholes in this quote unquote big tent bullshit party (laughs) to come together for Jojo's agenda. I mean, even on Friday day, people like Pramila Jayapal, who is the leader of the House Democratic Caucus, were saying they would not vote to pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Friday day, like hours before it actually passed, Joe Biden had a personal meeting with Pramila Jayapal, and then he called the entire House Democratic Caucus into a room and convinced them via speakerphone to get on board. Well, he convinced most of them, I I guess, besides the six. Right. I just wish we could hear what What did he say? Oh, God. What did he say? Because he first, yeah, I first met with Pramila Jayapal and like a handful of people like like in person. And then Pramila Jayapal was like, what can I do, man? Like, I'm just like, what? what?" And he's like, you know what? Get the motherfuckers on the phone. And he's just like over the speaker, keeping it 80s technology, not trying to do a Zoom. We're not 30 people looking at thumbnails Mm -hmm. with our fucking reading glasses on. And he was just like, what? He's like, if you don't do this, we're fucked. Yeah, and I he's mean, like, we already lost like you're let you're gonna Virginia, a truck driver one in Jersey. Uh, uh, the QAnons uh, are taking us over. Yeah. Like And you're gonna sit here and we gotta we gotta move. We gotta make moves yeah. and we gotta come together and trust. And then they made those moderate Democrats, they assigned some like letter. And I'm always just like when they sign these letters, I'm like, what do they do? Do they take it down to like postal <laughs> annex and go, Do you guys have a notary? We need a notary republic. Um, we're all gonna stand here and show our IDs and we're gonna sign this mm-hmm. letter where we promised next week mm-hmm. we'd pass this so AOC can sleep tonight. It's like so they broke that letter and put it out and Joe Biden's just sitting there like, What do I have to do? I mean, really? I mean I really? like we see both sides. And we understand not giving up the leverage. Yes. But like, I think time was of the essence the second the truck driver won in New Jersey. And we have, we're not talking about that because if, and if you don't know, just Google it. But like, he has no experience and he, and he was a write-in candidate and all the fucking QAnons crawled out from under the rock and all the MAGAs. And the thing is, we just don't talk about state politics on here because it, it, we would be working every single day <laughs> and it's just too much. And it's like, and we cannot get bogged down with the goddamn maggot QAnons and the ride in candidates like that. I saw fear like I come over your face like I haven't seen since the day, the morning that Trump got elected. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, that is the, lo- exactly. the look on your face. And in fact, I think I'm more terrified that that happened. So, yeah, look it up, because um, if that keeps happening, I mean, I, I, I'm uh, the, the I don't know what yeah. to, I don't honestly I don't know I honestly yeah. don't even know what to say I had I really to be don't. like hey want to have a snack let's have some meat want to do want to eat a steak want to go let's go let's have some meat like literally I was like last time I saw you look like that you sat on the end of the bed and cried <laughs> and I was like oh it's okay it's okay no 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 it's okay it's okay it didn't hurt it didn't hurt you're okay you're okay you're okay come on come on come on it's 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 <laughs> yeah no, you're right. come on come on let's play the puppy you see the puppy uh, I I it um. Yeah, thank God you were here, or else I would have gone 
I don't know what I would have done. It was, it's, it's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. So, and you know what? Even if the human infrastructure bill doesn't pass, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ayanna Presley and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and all the rest of these JV bitches are going to have to learn to compromise if they want to make the varsity team. <laughs> Again, Pramila Jayapal is the head of the Democratic caucus and she voted with Jojo and Nance Pelosi. She's been doing this way longer than them and she doesn't need their notes. And not at all. And by the way, neither does Jojo. <laughs> So let's please pause on the combo and listen to him check this dumb fuck reporter <laughs> who asked about compensation for separated families at the border at the press conference for the infrastructure bill. But sir, where, where do you stand? You said last week uh, that this report about uh, migrant families at the border getting payments uh, was garbage. No, I didn't uh, say that. Let's get it straight. You said... Everybody coming across the border gets five hundred, four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So the number was what you had a problem. The number with. I was referring to. Okay. Now here's the thing. Sure. If in fact, because of the the outrageous behavior of the last administration, you coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child, you lost your child. It's gone. You deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstance. What that will be, I have no idea. Oh, the whomp of it all. You got Kiki in the back in the chocolate brown suit and Jojo in the front checking bitches fake IDs. Yeah, I mean, sir, it oh goes God. without saying that your question is erroneous and egregious. But why the fuck are you asking about immigration at a press conference about infrastructure? Exactly. Which I guess before we go, we should at least mention what's in the damn bill that's just passed. Even though we've said it a hundred times before and I... If I never hear the phrase roads, bridges, and waterways again, it will be too soon. But with that said, here's the quick and dirty of what's in the shit. All right. I'm just still, I just can't get the image of Joe Biden pointing <laughs> at that guy. And like, and you heard like the hubbub in the room. Like it was like, uh, and then he's like, you lost your child. And he's like pointing at the guy. And then everyone's just like, oh. Daddy's yelling, you know, <laughs> the bullshit fucking the storyline of him being sleepy and tired and not having it together. And he doesn't know what he's doing and all this bullshit like and people believe it because they see him whatever. And everyone's making fun of him now because he fell asleep at the thing. It's like I fall asleep. I was on the scooter and I could have I fell asleep. I have been fucking um, putting him in icon status for falling asleep when he was vice president in the front row <laughs> yeah. next to Obama. And I was like, snap, somebody's mm -hmm. on pills, bitch. Slow clap. <laughs> I've been like saying the motherfucker was like on Vicodin since 2016 and into it. Like, I think you're I think it's fucking super G to take a nap. Like, sorry, I got to get it he, in where I fit it in. He works 24 hours a fucking day. He sat down and was listening to whatever. This is the most important meeting. It's fucking today. boring. And he closed his fucking eyes. He knows that this is an important meeting. <laughs> he knows where he is. Yeah. You think that we can't, none of us fall asleep in the middle of, there? I, there's nowhere I can't fall asleep. Oh, okay? and I mean nowhere. Like, so, it's dangerous on the scooter. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, concerned at red lights. <laughs> and you should be. So it's just... Let's just cut the shit. Fox News and these asshole Trump people and the maggots and the QAnons and the fucking dumbass truck. I can't. I can't. I'm about I'm going to I'm going to snap. OK, so the bill, um, it's one point two trillion dollars total, which will mostly pay for itself and will only add a fraction of that amount to the deficit, which is a fake thing that no regular people really care about. And it will not raise 
anyone's taxes. And the bill breakdown goes as follows. $110 billion for roads, bridges, and major infrastructure projects, including the largest investment in bridge repair, replacement, mm. and rehabilitation, mm. with all of the investments focusing on climate change mitigation, resilience, equity, and safety for all users, including cyclists and pedestrians. Oh. So I guess the bridges are crumbling, <laughs> and even the people on bikes, probably the people on bikes are the one who, they're the ones that are like, oh, there's like screws <laughs> falling out as I ride by. People in cars have no idea. <laughs> right. It's like people walking that are like, right. this is literally crumbling. Right. And I mean, everyone knows that Florida building woke people the fuck on up. Oh my God. Like, yep. the fuck on up. And can you imagine being of the, 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 I, the a person on the bridge when the bridge like collapses no, no, please, please no absolutely not just i don't even want to it also contains one billion dollars to reconnect communities mainly disproportionately black neighborhoods that were divided by highways and other infrastructure which is so cool because you know exactly the neighborhoods where it's like some fucking freeway goes or like you right. know like there's a freeway literally goes yeah. right through it and now there's people living all around like an an overpass and underpass it's just like gross yeah. it's just and then, you know, shady shit goes on on these underpasses. Mm -hmm. Just it'll fund planning, design, demolition and reconstruction of street grids, parks and other infrastructure. Fucking amazing. amazing. Oh, oh, but no, let's not do it. No, let's not. Liz Two, Cheney. 200 Republicans now. No, we don't need that. Let's just keep oil. Uh, it has 39 billion, which will be used to modernize public transit. Um, their goal there is to make stations accessible to all users, bring transit service to new communities, modernize rail and bus fleets, and replace thousands of vehicles with zero emission models. I mean, oh, oh no, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you been in a subway where it's just like, this is disgusting? Or well, if you've ever gone on any, you know, train and fucking like the Eurorail goddamn in Japan, yep. it's like, modernize the shit. Okay. It's yes. straight up embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The bill will also provide a $65 billion investment in improving the nation's broadband infrastructure. It will aim to help lower the price that households pay for internet service by requiring the companies that receive federal funding to offer low-cost affordable plans, by creating price transparency, and by boosting competition in areas where existing providers aren't providing adequate service. Oh, I'm sorry. Spectrum, we're looking at you. Oh my God. Like, it's, you're taking federal funding... And you're going to sit and like let certain areas just dip yeah. like no, dude, unless you go and get like direct TV or something where you're getting a satellite. Yeah. You have one choice yep. in your neighborhood yep. and inevitably they are treacherous trash, yep. treacherous <laughs> married to medicine trash. OK, quad. Yep. It will also create a permanent federal program to help more low income households access the Internet, which we all know is crucial right now. Like how many stories have we heard about kids who were in, you know, their Zoom school and remote mm -hmm. learning that had to go to like mm -hmm. a parking lot of somewhere with free wireless yep. like a Starbucks. And I can say my parents love to move to a vacation town. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's a cornerstone of their you know <laughs> lives and where we're inevitably where, you know, there's only people in the town in like the summer. Right. And I'm like, nice ghost town. So when they first moved and they moved into like the mountains of Arizona, they didn't have wireless. And I literally had to go into like, you know, some like, like morally bankrupt like <laughs> motel and sit in the parking lot to get on, like just get on my phone. It's crazy. And I was like, eh. Now it's come 
a long way since then but it's like that's the struggle for people and that's like people just like that's not like people like my parents who make bad life choices and move to the mountains that's like right. people who are in mississippi who just like right. accidentally got born there and they're right. like what the fuck i can't get wireless right 2021 right i'm not in like you know the northern triangle exactly it will invest 17 billion dollars in port infrastructure mm. which we're all in the supply chain port 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 25 billion dollars into airports to address mm. repair and maintenance backlogs oh. reduce congestion and emissions near ports oh. and airports and you always know it's always gross around mm -hmm. airports and ports mm -hmm. and promote electrification and other low carbon technologies it's just kind of like alarming to imagine a maintenance backlog at an airport. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Get it fixed. It is. It just, is. I think you should fix that. Mm -hmm. You're, is, is the, um, is the, what's that thing called where you walk across my mouth? Like when you're getting on the plane? It's been so long now. Like the sky bridge or whatever. Like what are those? Like falling into disrepair and we're all oh. loading onto it and you're yep. like pushing like, can you go? And you're, everybody has to hover and get close and you're weighing yep. down this thing that's mm -hmm. just going to break down and fall. I just... For all of the, every single infrastructure thing, I always think of the Titanic. I always think of the Titanic. And and this goes for even coal and all of the shit. Just think of the Titanic. When people went on the Titanic, it was, yes, it was new, but everyone thought it was indestructible. It was indestructible. We can fit thousands. Livestock. There was livestock on yeah. that shit. And they put, I mean, and people were locked fucking below deck. I mean, it was like a whole thing. So... And this thing is so big and it's not going to be destroyed and we're all going to just pile on to it. And then all it took was a little iceberg. And it wasn't that big of a crash. It was they didn't even feel it at first. It was a slice into the bottom of the hull and then the entire fucking ship <laughs> drowned. OK, and I will but Rose never... made it selfishly on the on the piece of that's right. Bark Rose, or Rose made it. But don't. Just don't uh, any of this. These people, the Republicans particularly, it's like, no, we, we don't need it or we're going to keep it to the states or we're going to da, 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 or, or the bridge is solid or this is that, that. It's like, no, no, no. Titanic. Oh, they oh, Ti they will push it Titanic. to the limit. They'll send their their wife and kids on out. Just go on to the water ride. And it's <laughs> 10,000 people on it. It's stable. I mean, go stand in the line up the ladder. Right. And then it just dun, falls over. I mean, they don't give a fuck. I mean, they and, don't. I'm and, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. They do not give a fuck. No, they don't. And and they they will let that shit crumble and uh, say that they don't want to the federal government to be involved in anything. And they want the states to decide, but then they'll whine and their hand will be put out for the money from the federal government. Yeah, when their it grid is freezes con, over. They are con artists. Yeah, Ted Cruz. It also includes $7.5 billion for zero and low emission buses, mm. which you kind of mentioned earlier about like redoing all the fleets, mm -hmm. buses and ferries, wow. inc including electric school buses. Wow. Like... And another $7.5 billion t dedicated to building a nationwide network of plug-in electric vehicle chargers, which we've been hearing which about. Which is great. Ad nauseum. Another thing the Republicans want to say about all of this and the electrical stuff, and which is about climate, is that they don't want to have to deal. This is like, why should we have to do this when China's not going to do it and India's not going to yeah. do it and no one's going to do it. So we shouldn't have to do it. You know what? Again, the Titanic. And I may I also, when we watched the Prime Minister of New Zealand, hey guys, she <laughs> said it, and I'm going to paraphrase, but she basically said, you know, well, please are do you, her accent. Oh, hey guys, uh, here, <laughs> let's While talk about paraphrasing climate change accent. a little bit here, what we were going to be doing in New Zealand, even though we're a tiny island. 
we're going to do our best to make our changes that we need to make to do our part. And we're not going to sit back and whine and say they're not doing their part, so we're not going to do ours which is the downfall of fucking humanity. I mean, it's like, because you're doing this, then I'm going to do this. Yeah. It is it is a cop-out, and it's cowardly, and you do it because you don't want to make changes because you don't want to spend the money, you don't want to put the work in or whatever. And the yeah, Republicans don't want to do about yourself. Because, right. That's right. You literally do not care about your fucking grandchildren playing right. at your feet. You do not give a they're shit. They're a tiny island, guys, <laughs> and they're doing whatever they can. And she said, she was like, we're not going to fucking go down like that we're not going to act like that we're better than that and that's what we have to do we have to be better than that we're going to be better than china and india because they're going to continue polluting and making and manufacturing bullshit and because they don't care and i'm talking about the government we went high on drugs and i mean very very high like i ended up vomiting into a trash can at one point (laughs) in china but we were so high we talk about falling asleep like joe biden we were on a boat that looked like a pirate ship. We, we're part of the problem. We're like, okay, we paid money to go onto a boat that looked like a pirate ship that was polluting into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then we floated out into the middle of the China Sea. <laughs> and then we watched them do a light show onto all their buildings. And yes. while we were so, so incredibly high, I was like, yeah, this is like super bad for the environment, huh? And you're like, yeah. And then we're like, <laughs> and then we were like, okay, cool. And they do that like seven times a day. Oh, seven, uh, seven times a night. A night. Every meaning. night. Yeah. Every like, night. There's a, like every 20 minutes for until, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's uh, just crazy. really, you don't need to do that. Crazy. It's ridiculous. And there we were like, how much is it for a ticket? Can you have two? <laughs> is there right. two available? We want the one that That's looks right. like a pirate ship. No, we don't yep. want the modern ship. We want that one with the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. pirate ship. one. Yep. But there's also $65 billion to rebuild the electric grid, including thousands of miles of new power lines and expanding renewable energy, and $55 billion to upgrade the water infrastructure, replacing lead service lines and lead pipes so that communities have access to clean drinking water. And an additional $50 billion will go toward making the power grid more resilient, protecting it from drought, floods, and cyber attacks. This yeah, is t- t- I, yeah, I mean, it's it's common sense shit. And they've already done tests where it's like independent researchers have gone around and this is just it just is what it is. I'm sorry. But it's like the combination of our crumbling, not even to start. Let's not even make it a crumbling infrastructure issue. Let's just make it like straight out the gate, the design that we had. And then the population grew exponentially onto like the the previous already probably tragic design, like the super fucking 1920s technology we were making these cities with yeah then the population grows and now we got climate change in there it's just a point blank fact that like within like a year or two with the way the climate is changing half the country will be literally overrun by floods we don't need a tsunami Mm -hmm. because the rain itself will wash away cities because we don't have a way to manage the rain that's going to come because of climate change and this is just like independent researchers like yo you're fucked peace i'm out like it's like and it just is what it is and and we know la has literally zero a drop of rain comes down and there's like someone in a raincoat like we're out here in front of the burbank walmart how is the weather treating you ma'am like it's you know nobody can and we know Uh, we're gonna flood away like you're gonna be on your scooter like bye guys (laughs) well that's unfortunate yeah let's get it done so that we can all get to complaining about the construction and last but not least the bill will provide 21 billion dollars to clean up superfund sites and brownfield sites okay and reclaim abandoned mines and cap open and orphaned gas wells aye, aye, aye. okay so this 
is a subject that's close to my heart, and I had no idea what the fuck Superfund and brownfield sites even were. So I looked it up, and turns out it's a subject close to my heart, because basically Superfund sites are uncontrolled or abandoned sites or properties where hazardous waste or other contamination is located. Wow. Oh, the dumping of the wow. corporations. Wow. And a brownfield site refers to the expansion of, the redevelopment of, or the reuse of any real property, which may be complicated by the presence or potential presence of a hazardous substance, pollutant, Jesus. or contaminant. So, so the Biden administration dedicated $21 billion to cleaning that shit up? Yep. Fucking genius. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans, the calculated corporate climate killers, the Facebook metaverse <laughs> conspiracy cunts, and the vindictive virtue signaling liberal losers. We are all somewhere on that spectrum fighting for our team to win the race of rights in America. And even though every week brings us closer and closer to a civil war, we know that we can always count on the hopeful story of Julie's So There's That to get us through another day. So what did you pull out of your ass this week, Mamma? <laughs> exactly. And it was deep in there. And I had to use tweezers and a pitchfork. You know... Something that comes up for us around here consistently with you and I and just around here, you know, uh-huh. um, is the fact that the movie Milk starring Sean Penn as Harvey Milk lost its Oscar award to Slumdog Millionaire in the upset of all upsets. Which is when we officially said, fuck you to the whack-ass Academy <laughs> of Televisions, <laughs> Film and Television Sciences or whatever it fucking uh -huh. is, and said, fuck you to the Academy Awards, mm -hmm. and pretty much fuck you to the entire industry. <laughs> like, we were like, this is some bullshit. Yes. And we just dipped. Dipped until it's called the Merrills. We're just we're not interested. And it was all because of milk. Yeah. Now, the movie Milk is not only a good freaking movie, we also get to see James Franco homo on out with Sean Penn, and that alone is award winning. <laughs> not because not because I care to see James Franco homo out, but honestly, seeing Sean Penn play gay was slightly arousing. Now, Harvey Milk is one of those political figures in America who has had quite a bit of attention during the height of the LGBTQ movement and during that time was bestowed the respect he should have been given before he was murdered by a homophobic in the closet, most likely jealous, threatened, incel garbage person. I'm quite sure had he lived during this time, he would have been QAnon and definitely would have been at the January 6th insurrection peace march. And at this point would either be voted into office or put into an election committee since what we're careening towards in 2024 is the absolute demolition of civil society and Neolithic self-victimized racists taking over the country. But in the meantime, in my estimation, we have two good more years yet left of enjoying the equality we've worked 2000 years to achieve, which will be destroyed by the people who buttfuck Ned Beatty in deliverance. Deliverance? <laughs> <laughs> deliverance. <laughs> and deliverance 
Well, since we're in our last two years, I'm hoping this administration and every organization that can still operate normally without the Supreme Court inflicting some dumbass freedom of religion law get their shit in order. In case you don't know who we're talking about, a brief history of Harvey Milk is in order as well. Harvey Milk was the first elected out gay official in the history of California. He sat on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors for 11 months, just 11 months. And in that time, he sponsored a bill banning discrimination in public accommodations, housing, and employment based on sexual orientation. He got the bill passed and signed into law by the mayor at the time. And of course, in true QAnon, Steve Bannon, Mike Flynn, Donald Trump fashion, he was shot to death by a tool loser who apparently fights for freedom on the planet ignorant tool who is running the world. <laughs> Though he had a short career in politics, he became a martyr in the LGBTQ community in 2002. Milk was called the most famous and most significantly open LGBT official ever elected in the United States. Harvey Milk started his career in public service in the Navy. After graduation, he joined the Navy during the Korean War. He served aboard the submarine rescue ship USS Kitawake as a diving officer. Did, did you know that? No. I mean, that's crazy. No, that's hot. He later transferred to Naval Station San Diego to serve as a diving instructor. In 1955, he resigned from the Navy at the rank of lieutenant junior grade, forced to accept an quote-unquote other than honorable discharge and leave the service rather than face court-martial because of his homosexuality. I, I must interrupt and yes. say that this story is just inevitably reminding me of one of my favorite songs of all time, um, Scissor Sisters. Oh my God, yes. Because this is about like getting off the ship, right? Like the Navy dudes get off the ship and they got a whole new way to love you. Right? Sailor? He needs a rubber tonight. Yeah. A whole new way to love you. Yes. I can't see your, your eyes. eyes. <laughs> I might have chills. Like, bitch. <laughs> Harvey Milk, get off that boat. You know what? It's an honorable mm. discharge to us. That's right. That's right. After that, he found his way to San Francisco, and so is history. After all these years, and yes, Milk was posthumously given the Medal of Freedom in 2009 by Obama, Obama. of course. But the military has been dragging its fat ass behind progress. <laughs> but in 2016, then Navy Secretary Ray Mabus decided that six new oilers scheduled to be built would be named after civil and human rights leaders. So we have to give it up for him. Uh, in 2016, Ray Mabus. Ray Mabus. Wow, that's cool. Yes. In addition to Milk, they include Sojourner Truth, Chief Justice Earl Warren, Robert F. Kennedy, Suffragist Lucy Stone, and Representative John Lewis of Georgia. Wasn't Sojourner Truth one of the fucking guesses you did on Jeopardy? Ahead yes, of, Like it where is. he said... Yes. Where, in the, in the, yeah. yeah, it was mm -hmm. like, and the final Jeopardy category is... <laughs> Statue it was, of yeah, women, statue. famous women statue. Yeah, and bitch said Sojourner Truth yeah. and got that shit before they said the question. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. 
The ceremony uh, was just held this last week in San Diego, and the mayor tweeted this. Truly honored to join the Secretary of the Navy and so many federal, state, and local leaders for the christening of the USNS Harvey Milk. Harvey was a beacon of hope, not just for LGBTQ people, but all Americans. Now this ship will serve as a symbol of hope for all the world to see. Hashtag for all of us. Harvey Milk, much like Alan Turing... And countless gay men, women, and trans people are dishonorably discharged for their sexuality. And though times have changed, the amount of sexual abuse, rape, and homophobia still exists in the military culture of straight male dominance. These ships' names being chosen for civil rights leaders, especially LGBTQ people and women, who are the most shunned from the military because they're seen as weak, out of place, un-American, is a band-aid and a courtesy and a step in the right direction of acknowledging the achievements, the importance, and the invalidation that every human being deserves if they choose to serve this country. Harvey Milk was an out gay man from the onset, born in 1930. Wow. Never backing down his true self, and though he was taken from his own life way too soon, what the lessons he gave us all are irreplaceable and unforgettable. And the fact that the Navy, the goddamn Navy, is acknowledging Harvey gay-ass milk on its ship is true progress. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. We do two a week every week. They're both an hour and we post them on Sundays. So you'll have all week to listen to them. And if you're hearing this, that probably means you made it through the ads. And if you like the ads, you'll (laughs) like the Patreon podcast. (laughs) (laughs) they're a dollar each and when you sign up you will immediately get access to our huge back catalog which has hundreds of hours of stupid stress-free ad-free podcasts if you're curious to see what it's like you can listen to a free episode right now called windows up sing time the link to the free episode is in the description of this podcast down below or you can go to our website julianbrandy.com and there's a button literally on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. You can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer or tablet. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. It's super, super easy. That's right. And if you're in the Atlanta area, don't forget about our live podcast on November 20th. Our special guest is Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine and there is a rumor that Bravo might be filming it for the show so if you're a bravo lurk you're not gonna want to miss it and if you're a bravo lurk who doesn't watch married to medicine then fucking kill yourself (laughs) honestly there's a reason it's been on for eight season the shit is straight up hilarious oh my god and you can't be a bravo lurk without knowing every single thing andy cohen knows and andy cohen knows married to medicine is the shit so take a big whiff okay because it's incred And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And treacherous (laughs) trash. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dine because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. 
Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom.